welcome back to the Adente podcast. Um, sorry for being on a bit of a hiatus for the past two weeks. Uh, I've been pretty, I can't even say busy, I've just been straight up lazy um, because, yeah, the holidays kind of set in and I've sort of started to relax. Um, so on this pod, we don't have John today, but we've got Yanni back. So hello, Yanni. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello. Um, and also we've got a new guest today, Chris Wheat. Uh, you guys would have heard about him because he is our sound guy. Um, but, yeah, Chris now on the pod. Hello, Chris. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so it is, again, it is good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so we are trialing something new again today. So we are trying to record this via Zoom. Um, so we'll see how this goes, but we have tested it a little bit and we think that it sounds pretty good. So hopefully um, it will, won't sound too terrible to you guys listening out there. So... Before we get stuck into our topic for today, um, I have a little spiel that is from one of our sponsors. Um, so that's Right Evan Partners. So if you guys didn't know, Right Evans Partners is a full-service accounting firm that have been supporting and working together with dentists for many years. After graduating, many of you will be lost in the business world with no idea how to manage your finances. This is where Right Evans Partners will step in to help you out. They have a team of specialists who provide a complete one-stop shop for all your financial needs, both individual or business-related, and have worked with many ADSS students to assist them with their financial planning. As the biggest sponsor for the ADSS, they've supported the facilitation of many events and have joined, attending, enjoyed sorry, attending them as well. Currently, they are running a promotion for graduated dentists to provide free services, including salary packaging advice and assistance, completion of your first two quarterly BAS or completion and lodgement of tax return, financial health check cons- consultations, home loan and lending ab- advice, invitations to exclusive events. And for current students out there, they are also offering two free tax returns. So you can book an appointment with them online at um, WEP, so that's W-E-P partners, w-e-p-a-r-t-n-e-r-s.com.au and they'll be more than happy to help you and answer any of your questions so thank you so much to Wright Evans Partners for sponsoring us today um so what is the topic uh so we've talked a bit about movies and a bit about tv shows and for this one today will be um something that I think a lot of you uh, have been interested in lately and that is gaming so it's a gaming pod today and i also mentioned a couple other quarantine hobbies that we've got um going into the self-isolation for the foreseeable future uh, so first of all um how have you guys been since the last two weeks of no uni i guess we'll start with you yanni how have you been oh god it's been uh <laughs> you know it's actually been boring like i'm kind of missing uni at this point because i'm just like you know, walking around the house, like not much to do, you know, and it's just, uh, I don't know, maybe yeah, I'm just not like yeah. into the, the swing things. Yeah, I haven't like established a good routine for myself yet. So <laughs> I'm just sort of lounging around, like I get around to doing some revision, you know, playing some games, you know, watching some movies, that kind of stuff. But like I haven't really, you know, gotten into like a good routine yet. So I don't know, it's right. kind of I don't know, <laughs> what about you guys? <laughs> I've been... I, I purchased a PlayStation like at the very beginning of the two week period and have played it so much that it now lives, although this is a gaming podcast, it lives on top of the shelf in the kitchen because I <laughs> needed to isolate my PlayStation while I'm in isolation because I played it too much, but that will, it will come back. And other than that, I've worked a little bit because um, uh, fortunately where I'm working is still open and 
all the other bits of time, I actually don't know what I've been doing. I remember being bored, but mm-hmm. I don't know what I've done. I haven't done any uni work, though, at all. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that's a bit hard to kind of keep into a routine. So I've gone back to uni and, like, not knowing what to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not having any idea how clinic is run anymore, so I'm just, like, trying to keep on top of it a little <laughs> bit. But it's just, yeah, not nearly as much as I probably should be doing. All right. Well, um, since we are on the topic of gaming, Yanni, you can take this away. You've got a couple um, bits about gaming and right. a couple of games. So I thought just to start off, um, I'd just put things in perspective a little bit. So I didn't actually know this until I looked into it just recently. But in 2019, the video games industry was worth about 152.1 billion US dollars. So, like, I, I just thought that was crazy. And when compared to the movie industry, you know, so I think um, global box office revenue uh, hit like a record 42.5 billion dollars in 2019. So that's like a massive difference. I just think you know it really shows how big gaming has become in recent years. So yeah, I just thought that would put things in perspective a little bit. Um, and yeah, with the development of things like esports and like the number of streamers on Twitch and YouTube and stuff, like I'm pretty sure everyone realizes that gaming is getting mm-hmm. you know, getting pretty big. But I think one of the consequences of that is that yeah, maybe because there's so much out there now, it's maybe a little bit less accessible. I don't know if you guys have found that at all, but like trying to find games that you're interested in if you haven't really been exposed to it. Yeah, I always thought that um, gaming was kind of for, for lack of a better word, losers. And I was, you know, I was part of the group and like no, no, none of the cool kids seem to be gaming. But nowadays it seems to have flipped around. Like I see lots of people are now into a lot of the mainstream games. Like Fortnite was huge. Um, and I think League has, has always been around, but now it's kind of had a resurgence yeah. in a lot of other games. So yeah, it is definitely interesting. Yeah, so I, I just, I think it's been pretty crazy, like, especially considering, like, I started getting into game when I was, like, really young, Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. like, original Super Smash Brothers. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, to see how far it's come since then. Actually, guys, you're going to have to give me a second. My dog's just come into the room. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Sorry, Chris, there's going to be a lot of editing for you later. <laughs> <laughs> I like this stuff. This is the kind of stuff I want to keep in the podcast because it's funny. Um, but while Yanni is fixing up the dog issue, I was reading online that the League of Legends Grand Final had more viewers or the same amount of viewers as the Super Bowl. And wow. the Super Bowl Grand Final is having, well, the Super Bowl itself is having less viewers year on year on TV, but League's viewers year on year is going up. So eventually in like 10 years, it wouldn't surprise me if League was being televised on free-to-air TV as a the Grand Final because it's so big. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that happening. Um, like, I know one of the games that you're really into as well, um, uh, what was it called? Rocket League. Yeah, um, recently they had, they had like a biannual uh, championship, which I just didn't know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's just it's just outrageous. The amount, it, the, the market, because everyone, you can literally just log in online and watch. It's just huge. Everyone can watch it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, and some of the prize pools are actually becoming ridiculous now. It's like well over a million dollars for some of them, like StarCraft. And, yeah, yep. it's just it's, it's mental. Yeah? If I yep. knew about this when I was younger, I definitely would have gotten into those games. But I'm pretty sure Video my games do pay. I'm a basement dweller. So I never really yep. got into stuff like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought, like, um, yeah, one thing that we could go, go around and talk about as well was, um, you know, what initially got us into gaming? 
like for myself, it was, you know, getting the uh, Nintendo 64 you know, when I was really young, um, playing Smash Brothers, you know, the original um, Zelda game, like Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that was what really kickstarted my, you know, I wouldn't say obsession. I'm quite a balanced individual, I'd like to think, but <laughs> yeah, it sort of kickstarted everything for me. But how about you guys? Um, yeah, I played, I remember playing Zelda as well. I had the DS. Um, yeah, I used to play that all the time, like literally all the time. That's probably why my eyesight got so bad as a kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, you used to know the classic, like when your mum comes in to check on you, hide it behind, underneath your pillow and then bring it back out again. Uh, yes, all the DS games are just my life, like Pokemon, Mario obviously, Animal Crossing, which has now become another huge obsession for a lot of uh, people. I've been seeing so many memes about Animal Crossing. The thing is that once I got into adult life, I kind of prevented myself from getting too much into gaming because, I number one, my laptop cannot handle it. Um, because, yeah, you know, MacBooks, love MacBooks, but they're not for gaming. Um, and also, yeah, I just know that if I ever got into it, I'd just be absolutely addicted. But, yeah, Chris, what about you? Um, on a side note, I bought Rocket League for my Mac in January and then in March they discontinued support. So I, I can feel the pain. Oh. So that's so, – and I got a refund. Um but no, I got into gaming, so because I'm a little bit older than you guys, my brothers used to play Donkey Kong on the Super Nintendo, and so we used to play tons of that. And then I got the original Game Boy with the original Pokemon Red and Blue, which was a scam because it's the same game. And then <laughs> from there, like it's literally, it's just a different colour, and you get like three different Pokemon in them. Um, and then from there, it just, you know, the original Xbox, original PlayStation, and yeah, I remember when the first Xbox came out and I was playing Halo and it was the intro scene and like everyone's face is made up of like four pixels and they're a polygon. Like it doesn't look like a person. And my mum's like, that looks like a movie. And that was back then. So now, now things have changed so much, but I still, I've, I've, I'm like Elaine where I've um, gone out of my way to avoid having the console because it takes over my life. Hence the PlayStation now living in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's definitely easy to get like sucked into them. Like, um, oh, have you guys ever played Civilization? Like that, that yep. just soaks up. So yeah, Chris knows. I see the look in that his game, eyes. Well, fortunately, that with, that with games like that, I get really bored real quick. So I just use cheat codes so that I can like pillage yeah. the, the. I can't. I'm not patient enough. That's why Call of Duty is really stimulates my brain. Ah, fair enough. You're right, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm like on the completely sort of opposite end of the spectrum with that. Like for me, it's just doing the same thing over and over again. But I don't know. I guess you guys find it really rewarding, or like just the. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like you're. Um, what is it called? I should know this because we just covered it all in in first year BDS. But there's like rest and digest, and then there's there's, there's those two systems. But I I, sh I should know that. But that sounds like you, and I'm the other one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm flight. Yeah, that's it. I'm part of flight. I'll rest in I really should study again because I forget what that's all about. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Um, oh. I thought we'd also go into like, what are you guys playing now? Nothing because I play station in the kitchen. <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a lot of Call of Duty. Um, and then a little bit of Doom, which, which I'll talk about later, and then a lot of Rocket League, which I'll also talk about later. I've just been uh, playing so The Sims. But yeah, I'll go into that later as well. <laughs> but then, Yanni, you're going to start with some of your recommendations. Yeah, so I 
this was a bit difficult to me for me because honestly, there's just like so much out there now. But I thought I'd give some of my top picks for um, for the different consoles. You guys can chime in if you have any ideas as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just thought I'd go with some of the ones that I I really like personally, and I just think they're um, some of them are pretty accessible as well. Like um, for PS4, I thought my my top pick would probably be the Uncharted collection. So it's um, games one to three in that series. And honestly, we've got so much time now. You may as well give it a shot because it's one of the best series I've probably ever played. It's about like um, essentially a treasure hunter. So I think Indiana Jones, um, you're sort of globe trotting, you know, finding treasures, you know, uncovering mysteries, that kind of stuff. And it's honestly one of the most cinematic games I've um, or series I've ever played. So I would definitely recommend that to you guys, especially if you're, I mean, if you're like myself and you enjoy more of a story, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of action in it as well, like a lot of um, sort of running and shooting and you know, all these cool action set pieces. But, um, yeah, I, really for me, it's just the, the story that ties everything together. So, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend that one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've actually, um, I haven't played the game, but I remember I, I watch a lot of, like, gaming YouTubers. This is also just embarrassing, yeah. but I do. I remember watching, like, the entire, <laughs> like, gameplay for Kids are falling now. <laughs> no, but yeah, it is such. It's a stunning game, and it's pretty much like a movie, except it goes on for I don't know how many hours. Just a very long movie. Yeah, exactly. Like I, was, I mean, you said you watched some uh, clips and stuff on YouTube, but like people are actually making movies out of this stuff now, which I think is really, oh, it's yeah. really interesting. I haven't actually sat down and watched one start to finish because they take like ten hours or something. But yeah. uh, the most recent God of War game, someone turned into a into a movie that's like seven hours long. Yeah, right. so I mean, I just think it's a testament to like how much, um, uh, not research and development, but like how much effort is actually put into like the yeah, visuals yeah. and sort of the storytelling and all that sort of stuff. It's like they're becoming more and more like movies now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, even stuff like, um, you know, Call of Duty, which you know, probably doesn't have as much in the way of storytelling, but, you know, there's a lot of motion capture and stuff that goes into it, like you would see in, you know, animated movies and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think that stuff's really cool. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm just like geeking out. I'm looking at Elaine, just like, <laughs> you know, this guy's like in too deep now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, moving on uh, to the Switch. So the Nintendo Switch. For me, I, I think the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is probably the best game on Switch right now. Um, if you've never played it, it's mainly a lot of puzzle solving, exploration, foraging. You know, so um, you can really play the game in any number of ways, depending on you know, um, what kind of player you are. Like, I'm the one that, you know, always goes for all the puzzles and tries to collect all the gear and stuff. My girlfriend just, like, I don't know, uh, collected or, like, foraged for hours on end and collected, like, a bunch of fruit and vegetables and made so many <laughs> different recipes. Like, it's just, I, it, it completely boggled my mind that someone would want to play that way. But, you know, it's, it's open to you to, to play however you want. So I just think that's a really good game. And it's a really good entry-level game as well, I find. Like, it's pretty easy. Um, controls aren't too difficult and it's just, yeah, really easy to get into and uh, soaks up a lot of time as well. So if you want something that's going to keep you occupied for the duration of this uh, self-isolation period, it's probably a good title to pick up. Yeah, I Um, I think um, some of the visuals are inspired by the Studio Ghibli movies as well, I think. I saw this post about it. So, yeah, if you guys are Studio Ghibli fans, then that would really work well for you as well. Yeah, oh, there was actually... um, there was actually a game that Studio Ghibli did the animations for um, called Nino oh, Kuni, I'm pretty sure. <gasps> yeah. 
Yeah, so like, um, and it's really cool because like you get sort of snippets of gameplay, and then you just go straight into like a Studio Ghibli movie for a little bit. So yeah, oh, Elaine's logged off. Okay, Yanni, it's just you and me now. We're done. Elaine's <laughs> off. See you guys. Yeah, and you know what? Like Elaine was about to get into like all these healthy habits that she's been doing over the course of this break, <laughs> like running and painting and all that. And now I'm just like, you know, just no. sentenced back to a, to weeks of all the memes week. about all the memes about post Corona, like whale coming out, will come true now because <laughs> we're just going to be gaming the entire time. Now, I'm pretty sure I've put on like ten kilos or something ridiculous <laughs> in this oh, break, no. like like injury, so I can't run or anything. Yeah, well, the so thing is, I like, don't have these consoles, so I can't even play these games, which is a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. So, do you want to do you want to buy my PlayStation for a while? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it from the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> well, just on that topic, um, like uh, I think the next generation of consoles are probably coming out. I think end of this year. Mm-hmm. So. You know, if you want to pick one up, uh, this is just for anyone listening, but yeah, if you want to pick one up, um, you know, I'm pretty sure like PlayStation 4s, Xbox Ones are going to drop in price at the end of this year, so around the yeah. period the new consoles come out. So I don't know, might be worth keeping an eye on that, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're thinking about you know, entering into it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> uh, I think moving on, uh, let's have a look. So Xbox. So I'm not much of an Xbox player. So I just went with something that's available on all consoles and I went with Red Dead Redemption 2. So I don't know, maybe, um, so Chris, you said that you've got an Xbox? Or oh, no, I used to. Back in the day, it's PlayStation 4 now, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So yeah. Uh, to, to my knowledge, like there aren't a lot of great Xbox exclusives. I mean, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for that, but yeah, I think mainly it's, you know, the, the stuff that's available on all the platforms. And I thought, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2, it's probably one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. I think the Xbox is like the, you know, not including PCs, which are probably, you know, the strongest piece of hardware on the market. But, you know, the Xbox is probably better or stronger than the PS4. Um, you know, probably the best way to experience Red Dead Redemption 2. And if you've been watching a lot of Westworld like I have, maybe you yep. just got that urge to play something, you know, cowboy-related now. So probably a good title to pick up. And, yeah, as I said, it's like one of the most stunning games I've ever seen. So, you know, at the very least, you'll have something pretty to look at. Um, all right. And what else? So for PC, actually, this is a game I've been putting a lot of hours into recently. So um, uh, now I'm probably going to get the pronunciation wrong, but Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So it's a side-scrolling platformer. Yeah, so it's sort of like those old-school Mario games where you're sort of jumping around, you know, going over obstacles, you know, killing enemies and stuff like that. But it's all hand-painted, and uh, it's sort of set to this um, this original score, which is just fantastic. Like, honestly, it's one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. And, um, yeah, just the, the style that they've gone for is just fantastic. So I think if you guys want to pick up a, a really sort of, you know, cute, fun game to play, like, that's probably probably my pick for the PC. Wow. Yeah, so those are my top picks, I think, for the, uh, the different consoles. Now, I know that uh, Chris really wants to get into some of this, so... <laughs> I've only got I've only got two that uh, other than Call of Duty, which I, I really don't think that that requires the review because it's literally the same as every Call of Duty ever, except now they've just integrated Fortnite style gameplay into it, and that's and it's better than Fortnite. So I'll just I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but the um the two games that I'll talk about is Doom and Rocket League. Doom came out this year. It's first person shooter. 
it's everywhere except for Mac, of course. And um, the campaign can be up to 15 hours long and it's the most intense game I've ever played. You, you, your brain feels like it's fried afterwards. It's like sitting game sat if someone's done that. Um, at the lower intensity levels, uh, sorry, the lower difficulty levels, it's super intense. Um, hordes of enemies and the deaths when you kill them are definitely worthy of the game's R18 uh, classification because it is incredibly gory. Um, it'll take you a long time to get used to it if you're a Call of Duty player because the controls are quite different. Um, and you'll get incredibly frustrated. I've rage quit more times in that game than I have pretty much any game, and I've only played it for about a day and a half because my PlayStation is now in the kitchen. Um, being in conclusion, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a really good first-person shooter. I think it's one of the highest-rated games for a long time, all the online people getting nine and a half, four and a half, five out of five. So it's really, really good. Um, but Rocket League is my – that's my go-to. Uh, that came out a long time ago, probably five years ago. Uh, and it's essentially cars playing soccer in an enclosed arena. Uh, and the only time you get a reprieve from the action is if someone scores a goal. So uh, it's 1v1 up to 4v4 and there's all these other game types. Um, there's a learning curve that's quite significant to master it, but the matchmaking matches you with people from a similar uh, experience level. So it's always challenging and quite fun. But if you play with friends, just be aware that if you're the bad one, your friendship will be strained because if you're like me and you get quite competitive, it's um, just don't play with friends. Uh, and so that's that, those are my those are my ones. But I would definitely go Rocket League is a bit more laid back. Doom is if you've just had five coffees and you're twitching, that's what that's what you need to play. Yeah. Honestly, like I've played a little bit of Rocket League and it's just it's really so much fun. Like the only problem is yeah. I get like PTSD flashbacks to where my cousins oh, used yeah. to like demolish me at FIFA. Yeah. So I, I don't know, just soccer yeah. games in general I stay away from now. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but I, I play with Yusuf, uh, who's in fourth year, and he's just a beast. And I just I feel bad. I feel I feel like I don't know. I feel horrible. So not <laughs> really he's just so good, and I'm so bad. Not really an issue. But it's good. Find people to play with at this stage either. No. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's just hoping the internet keeps up. So, you, like, I blame lag a lot for my misfortunes in gaming, <laughs> but my internet's been pretty good lately. <laughs> so, can't do that. Um, but the one thing I wanted to ask you guys, I clearly have control issues, um, but do you guys have any um, tips for maintaining a good study gaming life balance? Do you, like, set a time limit when you play games or what do you do? Oh. oh, I think you should, but like, do we? That's a different question. Um, yeah, I feel like setting like a, a general daily routine will probably helps. So, like, if you wake up and like set set your day, like, oh, I make a coffee every day, I make breakfast, uh, whatever, and then leave the gaming until once you've sort of finished the daily task, like say it's cleaning up your room or something, do that first, and then game probably your best. Mm. Um, I do also, yeah, give your eyes a break when you're gaming all the time because I know what it's like to be pretty blind for those of you who know anything about myopia. My prescription um, before I got laser eye surgery was like minus six, 675, so pretty bad. Um, so, yeah, take care of your eyes, like take breaks. I think they say every 15 minutes or so, but even if it's, you know, every... 15 minutes? Time, yeah. God. <laughs> That's nothing, Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> like, my Rocket League game goes for five minutes and I'll just wake up after two hours. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm probably the wrong person to, to talk to about this because I, I have control <laughs> issues. But, um, yeah, I think that for, for myself, especially during uni, like I would always try and come home, get my work out of the way first, and then sort of have my relaxing time. So I know if I get straight into gaming or reading or like watching a movie or whatever it is, I'm just not going to get my work done. So it's just, yeah, yeah. I always prioritize something I've got to do first. It's like um, this is very... Um, very boring talk for like over the past few days because of, you know, COVID and stuff. I've just, you know, been sorting through a lot of my paperwork. Um, mm-hmm. I've you know, sort of organized my day. Like uh, I'll work until about sort of two o'clock in the afternoon. And it's like a, it's a very like, loose sort of plan <laughs> for the day. So I'll work until about two o'clock. And then after that, I can sort of, you know, have fun, do whatever I want. So yeah, for me, it's just, I think pretty much what you said, like establishing a good routine. Like, so getting your priorities in order. Like you can't just, you know, waste the, the complete day away, you know, playing video games. Like, it's just not, you know, not the yes, way to you win. can. Get yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. I've done it. You can, but it. should you? <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I, I think that, I think the routine's a good idea. I'm, when the PlayStation um, uh, comes back to life, uh, resurrects itself, it will be going into the communal TV watching area. So it's not going to be in my room, next to my computer, next to my bed. Uh, I'll make it more difficult to gain access to it and then give yeah. Yeah, my housemate if my housemate wants to play it because she watches a bit of TV so that'll stop me from playing it non-stop. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, try and avoid playing into the early hours of the morning. I think lots of people have sort of messed up their sleep schedules now. I see people waking up at 2 or even later going to sleep at, I don't know, 6am. Um, yeah, try not to do that. Last online three hours ago and it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So what are you playing online? What am I playing? So pretty basic, um, The Sims 4. You know, I, I stopped myself from getting this for so, so long because um, basically I got a new laptop and then this, I, was, I used to play The Sims 3 a lot and then that just did not work on my new laptop. So I was like, all right, this is just a sign. I don't need to play any games. Um, and but then, of course, during this time, I've got a lot more time. So I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. I'll try Sims 4. So I actually downloaded this a while back because there was like a free promotion going on. I think there's quite a lot with EA for The Sims. So it was actually free to download. Um, so that's why I got it. And I think even if you get it now, I think it's half price. There was like a $5 promotion that's going on as well. Um, there are, of course, lots of expansion packs and stuff packs that you can get. But I think um, if you just want to have a go, just get the base game. So for I'll be surprised if you guys haven't heard of The Sims before. But it's basically where you're like this omniscient character and you just control people's lives. So you design The Sims and then you give them aspirations and then you give them a job and then you basically live out their life so you can have a family Um Etc. There's lots of interesting challenges out there as well um, that you can find. I know there's like a, a legacy challenge where it's like you're trying to basically make a legacy or there's like a hundred babies challenge where you're trying to have a hundred babies. Um, obviously, it, it might bring out the sadistic side of you as well because you can murder your sims in various ways, which is not really how I play. I actually usually play for the building, not actually for the playing of the sims. So with the sims... Um, 
it's actually really, really fun to build houses if you are at all interested in sort of interior design or architecture. That's, I think the Sims is what sort of made me interested in that field as well in high school. It was like, if it wasn't dentistry, then I was considering um, architecture and interior design, which is also pretty basic as well. But yeah, it's really fun to build houses. Um, and there's lots of cheats as well. So you can build with unlimited money and then just you know, make lots of interesting stuff. Like there's people out there who do crazy builds like castles, like people build Hogwarts, people build really crazy stuff. But yeah, if you have a Mac, good luck. Um, try and use an external fan or you will probably burn yourself <laughs> or just absolutely destroy your laptop because yeah, once again, Mac looks not good for gaming, not good for gaming at all. Um, that's basically the only game I've been playing, but I've kind of stopped myself from playing too much. Um, yeah, because again, you kind of go into that hole and you don't even know what time it is. And then you wake up and it's like already dark outside and it's like, oh my gosh, like, what have I been doing? Yes, I've been trying. Are you going to, um, when you, when you, uh, graduate and you design your house, are you going to low key use the Sims to like design your house and then give that to an architect? Is that what no, you're I actually do? would. In my, um, I don't know if you guys had, but in South Australia, we have personal project in like year 10, I think. My, my personal project was literally a Sims redo of my garden. Like I just like, drew, like made my house in the Sims and then made it yeah. as my garden sort of design. So not far off. That's cool. not far off. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I added a couple other things in here because I don't, I haven't really been gaming that much. Also, I mean, I've been wanting a switch for the longest time, but now everything it's sold out anywhere, everywhere as well. Costco. It's, I think it's still at Costco right now. Oh. Well, okay. Brie got one, Brie got one from Costco recently. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, yeah, I feel like the switch is fun if you have someone to play with, whereas it's just me in my house right now. So it's a bit depressing. It's not like I'm going to ask my parents to play the switch with me that would be interesting boy <laughs> they might they might play it they might. <laughs> yeah so um other than that i have painting a lot i find that it's quite easy to do literally i spent like it was like 16 dollars for five canvases um six dollars fifty for oil paints and brushes that i had since i was like probably seven years old so it's really not that hard to get started there's lots of bob ross tutorials out there as well if you guys are I don't know, interested in that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, and I've also been trying to keep active. So, yes, on this note of video gaming, try and get up <laughs> maybe once in a day for an hour or something, go outside, go for okay. a I say running, but really I just like maybe do like a 100-meter sprint and then walk the rest of the way. But I feel like that's better than nothing also. Uh there is there is a there is a, a perfect combination game. It's called Zombies Run. Have you guys heard of this? No. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like interval training or something, but it's a game where it's on your phone and you run, I think it's five Ks or whatever, but it's interval training, so you'll jog and it's like it's a story and then all of a sudden, because you're jogging to get supplies for your base, and then all of a sudden the zombies are behind you, so you've got to sprint. And if you don't sprint quick enough, you hear the zombies coming closer and closer behind oh. you in your headphones. And then you then you, it's, you have to click a waiver when you start playing it. When I got it years ago that said zombies are behind you, look left and right when you cross the road so you don't get hit by a car. Um, 
but it's oh, really, cool. really good. And at the end of the mission, at the end of the mission, you get like you get you get stuff, and then you help to do your base up or something like that. And there's a whole big story. It's huge. It's been around for ages. That's crazy. I've never heard of that. I'm actually going to download that. What is it called? Zombie Run. Yeah, I think it's Zombies, Zombies Comma Run. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, there you go, guys. Yeah, yeah. That that that, that would be perfect for the impending apocalypse. It's good practice. Yeah. <laughs> And you can game and run. It was like really unfair when they downloaded it. Like there were like a lot of close calls. I'm pretty sure I got caught like multiple times because I was just like, yeah, I was not ready for it. I looked behind me once when I was running and there was zombies in my ears. I actually looked behind me. Like it was ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that actually brings us, I guess, to the end of this pod and a a very timely reminder to please stay safe out there. Um, we don't know what's going to happen, but it looks like we have been, Australia at least, has been fairly successful with at least starting to flat, flatten the curve. So good job, guys. Um, stay at home. Contact your friends via virtual means like we're doing today. Um, and, yeah, stay safe, stay healthy. Any last words from you guys? Um, yeah, wash your hands. And if you uh, if you have to cough or sneeze in public, like please do it into your arm or something because there have been like so many people that I've seen like on a recent shopping trip, like coughing into the air. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. guys, come on. Get- you got to dab. You dab cough because you destroy all bacteria by coughing into your, that's what you got to do. Exactly. That's what dab stands for. <laughs> that's it, guys. Uh, my, my thing would be um, just get outside, get some sun. Don't, don't be stuck inside on your chair looking at the screen all day. Yeah. yeah. Or even if you're unfortunately not in a position where you have a backyard, open your window and just sit there for a while. I think people watch, even though there yeah. won't be that many people out there, but watch some birds maybe, watch the leaves wave in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Thanks so much. Just uh, watch the leaves for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Watch the clouds. Um, anyway, thanks so much, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, we're not. We don't really have a strict plan or a strict schedule of this. The how these podcasts go. So we're just glad that you guys are enjoying it, and we hope you enjoy this one. And I guess we'll see you next time. I'll see you next time. Okay. Bye.